and on Twitter at twitter.com slash KCOU. Columbia, you listen KCOU 88.1 FM. Have a groovy time. And we are off and running. Start your Sunday, KCOU 88.1 FM. It's the first Sunday in March, March 7th. This is March. Harrison Vatnik alongside, as usual, Garrett Pave. Jake Circus joining us today. Got some NFL draft stuff today. Garrett, how are you? Oh, you know, doing good, Harrison. Good to be back in the studio with you guys today. Uh, of course, I had an off week back home in Nashville, but, you know, looking forward to breaking down some football with you guys, and it's going to be a fun time on the show. And Jake, Jake, welcome. Jake's been here a lot. Jake, welcome back on. When in doubt, just bring Jake Circus on to start your Sunday. <laughs> so, quiet week in the NFL and college football. Actually, I have a story to tell. Walking into the studio this morning, I, you know, swipe access. I swipe my card. I think I went to go look down at my phone or something, something dumb. And the door just comes flying at my face, at my nose. From someone who has broken their nose like twice previously... It was just like major PTSD when the door just comes crashing right at it. So luckily, no blood. We almost lost Harrison. We're this all morning. good. I would have been just Jake and Garrett, <laughs> but you know what? I'm actually I feel lucky to be here and lucky to be with you guys. So, you know, as I mentioned, quiet week in the NFL in college football. But I think the number one story we saw this week was a draft expert, or if you want to call him a draft expert, Chris Sims released his top six quarterback rankings. Of the, from the 2021 draft, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was Zach Wilson 1, Trevor Lawrence 2, Mac Jones 3, Kellen Mond 4, Justin Fields 5, Trey Lance 6. We saw that. I texted Gary. I texted Jake. I'm like, look at these rankings. These are absurd. And now, here we are. We're going to have our own rankings. Us three are going to go through the top seven. We're going to go a leg up over Chris Sims. We're going to do top six, top seven, and then also we'll do an honorable mention. So... Everyone has their list. No one has seen each other's list. I haven't seen Jake's list. I haven't seen Garrett's list, etc. And here we go. But, but we're going to start with an honorable mention. We're going to go backwards. But, but, but first, if there's an advertisement in this video, there's no way anybody heard of that. There's no way that worked. Oh, the, I, I got, heard it slightly. I got really lucky with the aux working last week. Didn't really work this week. Let's try it again. Play it again. Is your computer at full Vaguely. Blast? It's not plugged in, honestly. We're trying to get the, we're trying to wait, get the uh, wait, audio here. Wait, here we go. Here, here we wait. go. I think this is it. Wait. I think this is it. Yes. Your honorable <laughs> mention. Just missing out your top seven. Garrett, you go first. All right. This is a tough one. I think there are a couple guys I could go with. Um... I think looking at the quarterback list, the obvious choice for me would be, I mean, Jamie Newman. But uh, for me, it's a little a guy who has had a good, co- pretty good college career, but not talking about it a lot right now is uh, Sam Ellinger from Texas. I think okay. he's a guy who you know started his Texas career really hot, and ever since with Tom Herman, it's kind of been a uh, slow downfall. Um, I think he's got 
decent arm strength. I think his accuracy is something that could be improved. I think the mobility is the flashiest thing that Sam Ellinger shows. He reminds me a lot of a Taysom Hill kind of guy who's a big, physical, stocky quarterback who can make plays when he needs to. I don't know if he's a full-time – actually, I don't think. I know he's not a full-time starter in the NFL, but I think a guy – a team could get him late in the draft – Use him as a utility player, you know, on some trick plays. Like, like they use Taysom Hill, yeah. you know, when they need to use him on some plays that aren't, you know, a consistent pure passer. But I think Ellinger is an underrated quarterback who could make plays in the NFL, but he's not a full-time starter in the league. I, but I do think he is a underrated guy who can make some plays. Jake, who is your honorable mention? Kyle Trask. We're gonna look I at- am starting <laughs> it with a bang. Kyle Trask is not a top seven quarterback. We will go into Kyle Trask a little deeper on because I know Garrett and I have fairly high. Can, oh, can, man. Can you, can, you, can you hear me? I think so. I want to turn my mic up a little bit. Hello. There, oh, we, go. there we go. There we go. Kyle Trask is my honorable mention. I don't see it in Kyle Trask. I see bad footwork. I see bad accuracy. Oh, no. I see a slow quarterback. <laughs> You you say he's Josh Allen. We'll go into not Josh Allen. We'll go into Kyle Trask a little deeper on. But he's a fifth round talent for me. I I, I recently finished my eval on Kyle Trask and I, he got a fifth round grade for me. We'll go into Numero Kyle... cinco. Well, no, 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 we're not we're not we're not there yet. No, he's, no, oh, he's my fifth okay. round yeah, quarterback. Fifth round. I was gonna say don't don't, don't <laughs> jump the five. My auto mention is Jamie Newman. Yeah, I, like I think it. Jamie Newman. You know we didn't see him play this year. With Georgia, he he transferred there, but then opted out when he really could have proven himself a lot this year. I think he had a really strong 2019 away force when he threw for you know up almost 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 picks. But he's also a threat in the running game. He had uh, 574 yards, rushing six touchdowns in 2019. I think he can only get better. I think in the right system as a good backup quarterback. At you know maybe if Baltimore got him as a backup quarterback, I think he could be a threat there. You know because we've seen Lamar Jackson go down before. Maybe a spot like if Philadelphia could use him pretty well. I don't see him as a, I see him as an early day three kind of guy. Yep. Maybe late day two at the earliest. But you know, I think he could help out some teams' offense. So let's go to number six, seven. To number seven. Yep. Wait. <laughs> there we. <laughs> Get it. All right. You're number seven. Number seven, um, I went with Kellen Mond from uh, Texas A&M. I, I think a guy who, again, I think there's a lot of questions about Kellen Mond. I, I think his um, his release is interesting. I just think, to say the least, a lot of guys have talked about his release being a potential issue looking forward to the NFL. It's not a very quick release. Um, but I think his, similarly to Sam Ellinger, the most attractive part of Kellen Mond has to be his mobility. Um, the way he can move around in the pocket and get out of the pocket and make plays. I think his arm strength is actually really good. I think Kellen Mond has really good arm strength. He showed that over the past couple seasons. This guy was thrown into the fire. I remember his true freshman year came in under Kevin yeah. Sumlin, and I mean just actually continued to progress as the season went on. Had a big win against Florida that really kind of set his career on the right path. Um, I think Kellen Mond is my seventh guy. I think he's Got a lot to prove. I think a lot of guys, like I said, Chris Sims, high on Kellen yeah, Mond. I, I did not expect I, that. I didn't expect it either, but I think he's a guy who could make a splash late in the draft and potentially come onto a roster and help as a potential backup and even a fringe starter come time of the NFL when the starts. Jake, number six. Number seven. That's uh, the second time I messed that up. I have Ellinger at seven. A lot of stuff that you mentioned, Garrett, about Ellinger. Uh, I'm going to give you a date. March 11th, in a four days, Sam Ellinger will prove everybody wrong. When he tears up Texas Pro Day, a video released of him yesterday throwing 77 yards on a, a, a little simplified. Uh, that was mine. 
Oh no, it was yours. Uh, a it little was both si- of ours. a little simplified field. Uh, he has a cannon. He's a winner. He's very tough. Um, I'm not gonna say the Dak Prescott comparison because I think it's unfair to compare every mid round quarterback who you think can be good just to Dak Prescott. But I think if any any mid round quarterback, and I I have Mond higher than a mid round quarterback, so Ellinger, Book, Newman, any of those guys. If 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 any of them are gonna be Dak Prescott, it's gonna be Sam Ellinger. Interesting. I agree with Garrett. Lit up Senior Bowl as well, <laughs> by the way. Lit it up. He did. I agree with Garrett. I have Kellen Mond at number seven. After I wasn't. I actually didn't have Kellen Mond in my original list. I had Jamie Newman at seven. And I think I had uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter at honorable mention. And but then I kind of looked into Kellen Mond a little I more. He's staying. Oh, is he? Okay, I maybe, that was someone else I had at the honorable mention, but it wasn't. It, Originally, he wasn't on my list. He just, the thing I have against Mond, he just looks like uncomfortable in the pocket. Yeah. I don't know. It okay. just, it doesn't look natural. Do you agree with that, Jake? Um, yeah, yeah. Mo- most guys, his size, he's not really that big. He's not that thick. Um, most guys normally take a lot of sacks. He doesn't, which is really weird. Just the way he, like, stands in there, though. Well, yeah, people said that about Johnny Manziel. He, he, he's, yeah, he, he has jo- where's Johnny wing. Manziel now? He has a chicken wing. He what, looks weird. What team but, does Johnny Manziel play for? Manziel, the zappers. And jo- <laughs> Josh Gordon last night. Josh Gordon scored two touchdowns That's last night. In, the, in his zappers debut. And I tweeted this last week about Johnny Manziel. I didn't think Johnny Manziel would work in the NFL. But if you told me that six years... After he would get drafted, he'd be playing for a team called the Zappers. That is just a different conversation. <laughs> the tweet didn't blow up. I, I honestly don't know how it didn't blow up. It's one of the best Jake Circus tweets I think I've ever done. But anyways, yeah, back to Mon. Like, Manziel kind of did the chicken wing in the pocket. He looked weird. But every throw he makes is just an absolute laser. I really, really like Kalamon's arm. Uh, he can throw with pressure. He doesn't miss many throws. Like, there's not many throws that Kalamon can't make. Yeah, I, I hear when you say that, but we, what's the perfect fit for Kellen Mond? Like, what is the, like, he's obviously can't start right away. Can't, I don't know if he can start about after a year. It's just about developing, you know, more comfortableness, if that's a word, in the pocket. He had a good season statistically. He threw for 2,200 yards. That's in 10 games, so that's what, like 220 games? 19 game? touchdowns. 19 touchdowns, three picks. Three picks. So 19 touchdowns in three games, it's less than two. Yeah. Three picks, it's, it's a low number, though. Rushing, he ran for 294 yards. Four touchdowns. He ran for eight touchdowns the year before. He's a decent runner. Like, I think his ceiling could be Dak Prescott. Like, the absolute best-case scenario is he turns in another Dak, uh, a poor man's Dak Prescott. But The thing with Mon, though, is the offense that um, Dan Mullen r- ran in Mississippi State with Dak was, was a pro offense. Was a very pro offense. Jimbo yep. Fisher is not doing that. He ran a kind of more run heavy. They ran the ball a lot. And I don't blame them. They have two very good running backs. Yep. Um, but Kellamond, when, when when he was throwing, didn't miss throws. Every every throw he makes is in the bread basket. He's a very smart quarterback. There's a lot to like about Kellen Mond. Matt Rule raved about him because I asked Matt Rule multiple times about Kellen Mond throughout the week, and he coached him at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Could you possibly see Carolina drafting Kellen Mond in maybe the second round? I don't see Mond going as high as second round. I th- I have him as a late second. I could see him going in the third. I think when you look at Pittsburgh, what they did with Mason Rudolph, they're kind of done with him, I would say. They don't think he can take the future. I don't see them putting that many resources into the QB position because they're still trying to compete. So I could definitely see Pittsburgh taking a shot in the dark. 
I don't think Mon's gonna start like Dak Prescott did, but that's 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 why you say you, you can't compare these guys to Dak Prescott because Dak yeah. Prescott kind of got lucky with the with the yeah. Romo retirement. Like the Romo retirement was like, well, oh my Romo, god, it like, was Romo injury. Like, well, yeah, and, and then, then the Romo retirement, right? Like they were like, oh my god, this guy's this guy's retiring. Like, hey, Dak Prescott, you take control over. And he was most, he was awesome from day the, one. The uh, right, he went 12 and, 12 and four. Thir- 13 and three. Thir- Thirteen and three. That's what I meant. It's okay. Um, uh, you know what? Yeah. A perfect fit. I don't know if fit, but a team I really think can draft Kellen Mond, Seattle. <laughs> sure. Can you see that? You know, there's a feud with Russell Wilson right now. He like, he could like run that offense. Worst case scenario, Russ holds out. Russ demands a well, trade. Well, Russ can barely run that offense. That offense is well, so bad. That's true. That that offense. You mentioned is, that's a terrible you know, the offense. run first offense. He, he's yeah. He has similar attributes to Russell Wilson. I'm not saying Kellen Mond is Russell Wilson, but you know, I can see Kellen Mond going that offense. Garrett, what do you think about that? Yeah. No, I agree 100. I think the uh, Russell Wilson drama continues with uh, that whole situation. So I think Kilimond is a uh, similar, less skilled. You know, could could be a prototype. Not you know, not near his level, but uh, has the same qualities and kind of the same intangibles that Russell Wilson does provide. Kilimond too is a little small. I yeah. think it's one he's thing only he could like do. Six one. He is, and he's not very heavy. He could put on a little more weight in terms of because that's what that's what Dak did. Dak yes. put Dak put on some weight when 100%. he got in the league. He got, he got a little thicker. He got you six, know six three two seventeen, and not crazy big, but two seventeen is a little small for six three. He put on a little more, but he will. Yeah. I mean, if you get in the NFL like that, and you're all of a sudden, you know. They're working yeah. you in. Oh man, you can put you're on hits 20 from, pounds you know, like that. Let's say you go to Seattle, you're taking hits from Aaron Donald and you know JJ oh, Watt, guys like that. Uh, Sam Ellinger for one more second. I can't see him being a starting quarterback in the NFL. I can see him being a Taysom Hill role. I just I don't see Sam Ellinger taking NFL snaps. It'd be tough. Yeah, it'd be. He's an interesting one. He he's an eight ball. I think he's an eight ball. I think we're waiting to see what he does. Like, well, Kellen actually going back to Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond had a jump about senior bowl performances. Kellen Mond shined in that senior bowl. The, the thing with with Mond is. He was okay his first couple of drives, and normally there, there's mm. there's three quarterbacks on, on the senior ball roster, so you only play a quarter, quarter and a half if you're lucky. Mac Jones didn't play, and and he was on uh, rules roster, so right. Mac Jones did not play in the game. So Kalamon played pretty much over half of the second half. That's when he, that's when he won the MVP. He threw two touchdowns, I think, completed over eighty percent of his passes in the second half, and. Um, Rule said that he, he took advantage of of that opportunity because that would that would have been Mac Jones's half, and um, he took advantage of it. And that's that's who you need sometimes. Yeah. Let's go to number six. Garrett, I'm gonna make things interesting here. Speaking of Mac Jones, I have Mac Jones sitting at six on my board. I very unpopular. I know we had Tyler Kading on. A couple yeah. weeks ago, Tyler and, uh, was very big on that. Tyler totally disagreed with me, but this is just my personal opinion. I am not high on Mac Jones. I have not been high on Mac Jones since he became the starting quarterback of for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I think why he, is that? <laughs> let me tell you right now. So I, I look. I, I think you know he's he's a great guy. I think his decisive. He is a very decisive passer. He is. They say it in all these draft things. Um, first of all, I don't like his mobility. I don't like his. Proneness injury. I don't. Mobility. I, I, you have Kyle Trask before. No, but I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I and, – and I'll be honest. I think his accuracy is fine. I think he has good arm strength. I think his accuracy is fine. I think he completely took – and I, I'm not going to say all of the success from this Alabama team was because of, you know, Devontae Smith and Jalen Wallen and Najee Harris. But I think he took advantage of phenomenal weapons on the outside. He had every chance in the world the past two years – 
to beat out. I mean, if, if they're saying right now that Tua Tagovailoa was not as good as Mac Jones was, then why did Mac Jones not beat him out his junior year, his sophomore year? Why did he not? I think beat it was the Tua hype. Out? I think it was the hype around the national championship. <clears throat> I agree, but I still think he had the chance to come in, and even when he did come in in that season, it was fine. I mean, he looked good. I I just think. That's about mobility. We're seeing the next level yeah. of these great young quarterbacks. You think it, you think it was more about the team around him than Mac specifically? I think so. I I do. I think you you got the Heisman Trophy winner catching passes for you, who <clears throat> might be one of the best college players I've ever seen play yeah. football. Seriously. Some people some people argue he wasn't even the best receiver on his own team, which is incredible to well, me. Well, that's 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 just prospect. <laughs> that, that that is just pro- like thinking about okay, who's gonna be better in the NFL? Devontae Smith is, is the, the, one of three. Of the greatest college ball players, of, like, ever. Because, 100%. Because that team last year was still really good, and he led them in receiving. Yep. And I don't, with, with Mac Jones, look, I'm not saying with mobility. I'm not saying, you know, this guy's got to be able to run a 4-4-40 and absolutely be dominant in the field, but give you some, sorts of, some sort of versatility. I mean, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. Even, I know Lamar Jackson's not a great passer. No, yeah. But giving no. you something to work with. Ryan Tannehill. Mac Jones doesn't have that. He is going to be an explicit Pocket passing quarterback. That's all he is. He's not going to be able to move outside. And I know he has a pretty good arm, but the accuracy, and he might prove me wrong. He might come into the NFL. How would you feel about Washington dropping him at 20? I would not like it. I would would not want. Would you rather trade for Sam Darnold? Yes. Honestly, yes, I do. I think with Ron Rivera, the system they had. Now, of course, I know they they re-signed Taylor Heineke and will We'll see how that guy yeah, <laughs> works no, we, out we there. Like, we like him. But and nothing to hate against Mac Jones. Great dude. I think he has the pieces to be there. But right now, I I've, I have not been high on him all year, and I still am not high on him right now. Jake six. Uh, I have I have Mon at six. Okay. I, yeah. I have Kyle Trask at six. I wanted to put him higher. Ever since you know the first game of the year against Ole Miss, Garrett and I came in here and we're like, Did you, guys, you, you see Kyle Trask <laughs> yesterday? And it was just like, I think they scored like 63 points, something crazy like that. He was really good this year. Like, I don't think we can underestimate how, like, I know you say, oh, the footwork or the, you know, the accuracy, but like, results are results. And he threw a lot of touchdowns and a lot of yards. Like, I know you, you complain about that type of stuff, but like, like, what do you have to say about the results? Um, I would just counter you with Mac Jones, and 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 fair enough for Harrison. You have Mac Jones over Kyle Trask, which is the right answer. <laughs> um, but like, everything that 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 Garrett said is wrong with Kyle with Mac Jones. Kyle Trask does worse. Kyle Trask is a worse. But athlete. the results. He is a worse. I'm talking about the, the results. He season. threw 43 touchdowns in 11 games. He had a very good season. Okay. Um, and so season. that's just gonna stop. As a prospect, yeah, it's where it stops. Despite playing in the best football conference against a lot of NFL defenders. I mean, I, I can pick, I, I'll bring out the film right now and show you. Well, the listeners can't see the film, <laughs> but results are results. I know you, you complain about, you know, he's, the mobility is not there. Defenses try to play him. They try to read him right ways. And you brought up the thing with Patrick Sertain on your, one of your film clips. But even against Alabama... How many yards did he throw? Is there the number? Yeah, I got it right here. He threw uh, Alabama. He threw four, 408 of... yards and then 474 yards against Georgia, too. Find me every quarterback that threw for more than five, more than 400 yards against Alabama in the last decade. I, I, I'd have to do my little Jake Circus search. My, uh, how many do you think? How many think? Less than five? I don't know. Deshaun Watson's one of them? Joe Burrow, I, I think, I'm, may have thrown for 400? I'm not a huge... 
just stats guy for for quarterbacks. But it's not about the, it's not about just the stats. This guy won games. Of course he won games. You're, Florida's a great program. You're, you're, you're going to win games. Florida is not going to win games next year. Because they're losing their entire team. Yeah. <laughs> like who's, and, what's the back of the other? Emory Jones yeah, is not Emory winning Jones. games next year. Emory Jones is not winning games next year. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. F- Florida's, I mean, whatever. But, yes, he made a, a lot of strides since last year. Because going into the year, everyone was like, okay, is, is Kyle Trask the guy? And he proved he is because he was, he was decent last year. Uh, Florida was. What did Florida go last year? They Florida like, was eleven and two last year. Eleven oh, in this, the bowl this, game. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean like this past year? Yeah, they were. What, oh, uh, okay. Well, they nine were nine and three. Uh, they lost, no, they lost four games. Oh, eight, eight and four. four because they lost their last three. Lost LSU. Lost the Marco Wilson. <laughs> Marco Wilson. That was a that was a very I mean, fun. Trask was awful that game. Trask threw two interceptions. Nope, don't touch. Which games? LSU game. Well, he was terrible in the Oklahoma game. Well, that, the Oklahoma game is a different story. Also, he was one oh, of the top four receivers. Take, take the top four receivers off any quarterback. Three, it was well, top three or four. One thing, too. I'm gonna, when I look at Kyle Trask, and this is something that's kind of away from the stats and his his footwork and his arm strength and the mobility, something I look at is kind of a point where you, you see something different in Kyle Trask, in my opinion, was 2019 when Felipe Franks goes down against Kentucky. They're down by over two touchdowns <clears throat> late in the third quarter. It looks like it's all hopes lost. He comes in. Fresh off the bench, had not played in any games that season, in the year before, and then brings his team back and wins 29-21. He proceeds to beat Tennessee, Auburn, lost by two touchdowns to the LSU, the national champions. That was probably the closest game LSU had played maybe all year. You know, loses by seven to Georgia. He came in fresh off. His willingness to sit behind Felipe Franks, I'm not saying yeah. Kyle Trask is going to be a great quarterback in two years. But you can see the patience. But his willingness to sit back and wait. This guy didn't start a game all through high school until his junior year. Like, he sat his whole life behind the starter and learned. I think it's what he did behind a very subpar Felipe Franks. You yeah. know, waited his turn and then came out and, I mean, performed at a high level. And he's not the perfect quarterback. He's no, not. he has flaws. I just think what he's done with this team and what he's improved his game and his willingness to learn is why I'd put him up there. It's not I me, mean, not a top four. Yeah. But and you know, you know who else had flaws going into Josh mm-hmm. Allen? Agreed. I see, I see the cannon of an arm in Kyle Trask. The mobility's not there, but running inside, you know, the five yard line, he's a threat. He is mm-hmm. hard. We saw Florida do a lot of that. Just quarterback. Damn, Mullen loves it. Yeah. If, no. if you define a cannon as Kyle Trask is a great as arm. as shooting it and then dying thirty five yards. Hey, that's results, a, results. But that's, that's, that's just wrong though. He doesn't results. Have, he, he doesn't have a cannon. He's a very good arm. No, he, no, he doesn't. I okay. Let's let's go. Let's go to five. <laughs> let's go to five. I'll oh. drop. I'll drop it there. Garrett, who's your five? Well, I, I, I'm not even arguing more. But my, my five is Kyle Trask. I okay. have I have Kyle Trask sitting at five right now. Jake, uh, I, I have Mac Jones. So do I. Let's talk more about Mac Jones for a second, because I think we did. We think we got all the juice out of yes. the the Kyle Trask fruit. We got that one. Mac Jones was, I think you could say he was the best quarterback in college football this year, comfortably. Is there yeah. any is there any debate to that? He was the only quarterback that was a Heisman finalist, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I oh, was, him and Trask, but hey, I was, he finished ahead of Trask. I was him over Trask for Heisman the whole year. Yeah, I think no, did he, no, did he finish second or third? Because Lawrence was also up there. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence finished fourth. Yeah, Lawrence finished fourth. So Jones was second? I believe so. Okay. Yes. So this is the highest voted quarterback in terms of the Heisman. He won the the quarterback award that's leaving my name in college football. If anyone wants to jump on that. Oh, was it? The best quarterback, we'll Why call it. Why am I it. missing it? 
He threw Deser- for deservingly so. Thirteen games, forty-five hundred yards, forty-one touchdowns, four picks. Results, as I mentioned, are a big thing. I think he, you know, he's not the sexy quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Davy O'Brien. Davy O'Brien Award. That's what. Davy O'Brien. That's it. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's just like. You know, he's just an old-fashioned quarterback. You know, and that sometimes that's what works now. You know, he he stands in the pocket. He has really good awareness. He doesn't take a lot of sacks. He has a good arm, pretty good accuracy. But the knock on him is going to be the weapons around him, and it's what happened with Tua. The knock on Mac is that he he can't. He's as modern as it gets without being a modern quarterback. If that makes sense, and. Uh, there's so much to like about him. He's so good with a, with a, with a, a pro style offense. He can run. I think he can run run any offense except for you know, like the Ravens. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could but, you imagine Mac Jones that kid trying to like run zone reads with like Mark Ingram, running like inverted rears and like <laughs> he, don't, tight end don't RPOs. sleep on his feet. He actually has like he can move. He ran like, he a uh, what is he run? What did he run? Four four nine two forty. But like he can. He's That's sneak, from Tom Brady. He's sneaky fast. <laughs> He's. He can I, take off and run for a first if you need. Yeah, but once the pocket breaks, I don't think he has the athleticism to extend consistently, like the top quarterbacks do. Obviously, t- Tom Brady doesn't. But and for whatever reason, oh, let's just compare Mac Jones to Tom Brady because he's a statue. Mac Jones isn't a statue. What about Joe Burrow? I see. I see Joe Burrow and Mac Jones. What in, in in terms of the leap they made from year one to well, year no, two? Well, no, just as the quarterback in general. No, Burrow's way. Burrow's way more athletic. Hopefully. Remains that way. I hope but, so. Yeah. But Joe Burrow is very athletic. But it's not even just the athleticism. It's just that, you know, Mac is really, really good in the pocket. Can Mac, f- can hit can hit the, you know, the, the bullseye. Mac he Jones is, throws the most catchable ball in the draft. But that the thing that concerns me is what happened with Tua is that but you Tua know, didn't. Tua Tua was a lot of slants, Tua was Yeah. Just, but lot, no, lot, but when you're throwing of, it to lot of simple when hits. you're throwing it to Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. Uh, the tight end that has uh, Freyer Mouth? Or is the guy That's that Penn State. No. Um, For who? The Alabama tight end. I don't know about tight end. Oh, it's... Uh, why are we leaving his name? We talked about this. Oh, Miller Forstall. Miller Forstall. And also, you know... Never, I've never also, future, <laughs> future New England Patriots, Slade Bolden. You know, when you have those weapons... It's it's easy. It's easy to play the game. And, you know, you have the best coaches, Steve Sarkeesian, Nick Saban. You know, and you have the best schemes... That's what I'm worried about with Mac Jones when he gets to the pros when he has some adversity and he's not throwing it to. He doesn't have all the best receivers and the best offensive line and all that. That's the only thing that concerns me. But I think in the right situation, I think he could be a really good quarterback. I agree. I like that. He has to be in the right area, I think, with a good offensive line. Of course, not the greatest, but you had to have a solid offensive line because the injuries, too. I mentioned the injuries have been an issue with Mac Jones. I mean, that yeah. guy, his ankle has been... A, a really kind of a kryptonite for him for years. Now, that ankle has never been where it needs to be in terms of him being healthy. And if he's getting hit 15, 20 times a game, I promise he will not last half a season. He will be done. Like, that guy needs a, a solid offensive line to keep him intact, mixed with good receivers, a good running back, good tight end, something around him. But I agree. And, look, I'm not, like, just because I have him here, I don't think he's a bad player. No, I just don't know. It's just a, me, a personal opinion. I'm waiting to see what do you what like. He can jump at. What do you like about Trask more than you like about Mac Jones? I, I, I just think, and this is a little bit away from, I guess, the on field. Again, I think it's the ability of Trask to. I, I think the way he came in, the scenario he came into, way this turn came in, the way he's performed, but also just. Uh, 
I don't even know. I, I think the intangibles, they're pretty similar. That's I actually, a word. I actually That's do. That's a word. Intangibles. <laughs> I do agree with Jake, actually, in the sense of how Trask and Mac Jones are similar in terms of mobility. I do think you're right. Going up the middle, yeah. he gives you a little bit more. But I, I agree with Jake in the sense of they're similar looking with mobility. I just think there's that edge to Trask. I think he's a winner, too. This guy. Yeah, they both are. The, the fact that he came back to play against Oklahoma when the rest of his roster said they, they see quit is what was, amazing. What was the quote that Dan Mullen said? He said something before that game. It's like, we didn't have our full team out there. Yep. And it's just like, he completely gave up. Dan Mullen gave up on Kyle Trask in that game. Yep. It was oh, 100%. It was completely unfair what happened to him. And I know it wasn't the greatest performance at the no, three interceptions, but he came back. This guy is a team. He's a competitor. He is. He's a warrior. He is going to play wherever he goes. He's going to give you everything he's got. And yeah. he might not be this top-tier quarterback we're looking for, but it's there if he can continue to build. And this is another guy, too, with Kyle Trask. It's going to take a little bit of time to get him NFL ready. He's not going to so come also. fresh out of the draft and be a superstar. Yeah. He needs time. But I just like him as a char- his character, his personality, the way he's developed, the way he's waited his turn to come in and be the player he is. And we've mentioned, too, Dan Mullen, right? Yeah. An, a pro-style offense. It is. It's a pro-style offense. So we'll see. But that's what I like about him. Let's hit a break. We'll go through the top half of our quarterback rankings. This is quarterback rankings on Star Your Sunday. KCOU 88.1 FM. about you are you happy confident friendly getting and keeping that smile takes work proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe equitable and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay a healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community for more information visit health.mo.gov a message from the missouri department of health and senior services saturday in columbia is kcou sports saturday tune in right here on kcou 88.1 fm columbia for all day sports talk starting at 9 a.m Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. Hi, I'm Josh Bohm. I had the Josh Bohm Radio Fun Time program on KCOU from 2012 to 2016. I'm here to tell you to support KCOU. You'll make an old man in his 20s very happy. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit, no time to waste. Oh, man, oh, mm, man. What's up, y'all? This is Whitmer from Nerdtastic, and you're listening to KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM. This is Start Your Sunday on KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Harrison Vatnick alongside Garrett Pave. And are basically the draft expert here at KCOU, Jake Circus. How are boys doing today? Oh, doing good. Been a good breakdown so far. Good arguments, you know, good debates. 
Are we ready to get to number four? Oof. This, this, Are we? This, I think, I think this is the turning point. Ian we, Book. We, we, <laughs> we've had a pretty similar one. Let's, let's get to the music. Let's get to number four. Let's do it. Garrett, right. who is your number four quarterback? Let's see if I shake this up. Uh, number four, Justin Fields um, from Ohio State. Um, uh, some people have him sitting at number two. Some have him at three, and some have him all over the place. I don't know. Um, and there's really one point of concern for me. I think Justin Fields has all of the physical attributes to be a great quarterback. His arm strength is good. His accuracy is pretty good. He can move when he needs to. Um, but I do not like his decision-making one bit. I think his decision-making has been subpar at best. Um, a couple of games in particular this season, you look at the Indiana game and the Northwestern game, two pro-style defenses, NFL-style defenses with two great defensive coordinators. He threw three interceptions against Indiana. They were lucky to win that game. And he threw two interceptions against Northwestern. Again, lucky to win that game. It was the emergence of Trey Sermon that yep. won them that game. And he had 114 yards against Northwestern. He had under 50% completion rate. Indiana game, same thing. A close to 50% completion rate, and he had 300 yards. But still, I think that decision-making is what really turns me off of Justin Fields as a future NFL starter and being a great NFL starter going forward. Jake, four. Uh, I've, I've lanced a very close four. Top 15 player for me. I know. Um, we'll get to Lance a little later on. So this, like, this, this is not me being low on Trey Lance. I, I'm just very low on the, on, the, on the top three. Most people are. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about Trey Lance. Yeah, I have Justin Fields as well. I originally had Fields at three, and then I swapped him whoever who I have now at three. He, you know, it's just the up and down. Yep. And, you know, we see the six touchdowns against Ohio State, and that, against Clemson, and that was outstanding. That was the game of his life. He took the hit from, uh, God, uh, these names are the my head. The linebacker man. who always gets ejected. James Skaskis. James Skaskis. Yeah. And he was awesome. But then, you know, he wasn't great against Alabama. I know no one's great. Kyle Trask is pretty great against Alabama. But, you know, a lot of quarterbacks have trouble against Alabama. He had a lot of trouble yeah. completing passes. And he was really poor, really, really poor against Northwestern. That was a game, like, Ohio State, like, really could have lost. If a couple of things, if Northwestern capitalizes a couple of times in the red zone instead of field goals and turnovers, Northwestern really could have won that game. And there were just some games that were just really not his. Even in even in the first Clemson game, when he threw two interceptions in the the Cotton Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl in 2019, it's just it's just so up and down with him, and you know he holds the ball a lot in the pocket, and sometimes he just doesn't know when to run and when to throw, and it just when the play breaks down, I'm just not sure how I feel about him as my quarterback. He was the first quarterback in the Ryan Day era. I didn't like their offense, honestly. No, no. it was just like. Didn't flow, but no, I, I'm I'm very high on Fields. I love that he, he hasn't turned it over um, most of the time. I love the arm strength. I, I for yes, the decision making does it, it is a pretty big turnoff, and that's why to say he was one B to Lawrence was ridiculous. And towards the beginning of the year, he'll tell you that yeah, the the being one B to Trevor Lawrence got to his head. He he wasn't he wasn't himself towards the middle of the year because he started the season really well. Started, yeah, first couple yeah, games are great. Um, and then, like, there there was more Trevor Lawrence comparisons and then it got to his head and then he started being himself again and threw six touchdowns versus Clemson. But what's going to happen when he gets to the pros 
and you know he wins a couple games early on, gets some buzz, and that, is that going to get to his head? You know, let's say he, let's, no, that's just, let, not, that, that's just that, that's just nitpicking from that point. I, okay. I, I, I don't. I, I'm not going to really say that. Um, but the poor decision making, yes, is an issue. But I think everything wrong with most of these quarterbacks is coachable, except the Trey Lance he hasn't played against competition. Like, you, like that. Like we just don't know. That like. That's why he's an X factor. Yeah, we 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 know that Justin Fields, his the first two really big games in his career were, were ducks. I don't remember what he did. Against Wisconsin. What he did in the Wisconsin game. He, meh. Okay, so okay. He but, was the don't he was the Big Ten MVP, but like it wasn't like an MVP like performance. He was just the best player. Okay, so it wasn't like like what Haskins did against no. Wisconsin. No. Or that, that well, Card Card Cardale yeah, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Haskins was against Northwestern. Um, yeah, Haskins against Northwestern, Cardell was against Northwestern. But, but Urban Meyer's offense was so much better. Well, or Urban Meyer and Tom Herman's offense. Yeah, bunch of drag routes. Um, <laughs> but th- there's, th- there is so much to like about Justin Fields. He's not one beat of Trevor. I, I-, I haven't met two, I'll just say here. Okay. Um, I-, I think he's a stud. There, the, he, the arm strength is so diverse. He makes such a, a variety of different throws. The footwork is really good. He can get a first down when you want him to. I think he's 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 more mobile. He's gonna come into the league and, and be one of the the most mobile quarterbacks who 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 is not a run first. He's he's he he's gonna be year one the big the best mix of arm strength and mobility besides Russell Wilson and Josh Allen. What about the knock on Ohio State quarterback? Something you hear about? I don't care. You don't care I, about I, it. I don't care. Really? Because it was, it was the same thing with Oregon quarterbacks. And that was what right. turned off so many Bengals fans about Justin Herbert is the Achilles Smith thing. I'm like, that was 10 years ago. And I know we're 20. Oh my God, Achilles Smith. Where have you been, brother? Um, <laughs> Where is Achilles Smith now? <laughs> but um, Bengals fans are like, I don't want Justin Herbert because of the Achilles Smith thing, the Oregon thing. I'm like, who cares? Dwayne, like, Dwayne Haskins was, I, I don't think he was an elite quarterback prospect. No. Like I, I don't think Dwayne Haskins was a very elite quarterback prospect. Justin Fields is, so so no. Like and 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 look at w- what Herbert's doing. You can say the same thing about LSU. Zach Mettenberger, yeah. that guy did nothing. Yeah, no. Herbert Herbert's the best quarterback in that class. I, like like there's. <laughs> <laughs> I I just do that to trigger Jake. Oh. But <laughs> I, I don't care about like the history of where they came from. USC. That's that's a different story. Palmer was really good. Sam Donald still can be good. Mark Sanchez was good for a couple of years. Like, should we move like, on? Should we move on to three? Like Matt Leinart being bad. Yeah, because, but I don't, what, I don't because, think that's because Matt Leinart was bad. I don't. I don't know. It's just the thing with Ohio State. I think it'll be effect. I don't think. I don't think it helps him. But I don't think it's the biggest factor. Let's move on to three. We might. We might all have the same number three actually. But we'll see if I'm wrong. After that's this. impossible. Garrett, who's your number three? Um, <clears throat> Trey Lance. Uh, him and Fields were. We don't a, have the same three. Him and Fields Hold were me. a coin flip for me, but I had Trey Lance sitting at three. Possible. Jake, uh, I I have Zach Wilson, and so I'll say this about Zach Wilson. I, was, I have Zach Wilson as well. That's probably saying we all have the same three, but I had. Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> I was on the Zach Wilson hype train before anyone, but b- before most people, 
I was on the Zach Wilson hype train, and I never thought that this would happen, that he would go, that he, that he would be a consensus number two pick. I, I'm not there on Zach Wilson. And I, it sucks because I love the guy and I wanted to be high on him. Back in, back in October, I had Zach Wilson as, as my QB3. Like, Zach Wilson has been QB3 for me for the whole ride, the whole season. Um, the Coastal Carolina game was rough. The bowl game was fun. But this guy's a stud. He's, a, he's a, my eighth or ninth rated player right now. He's just below the two receivers, Chase and or Smith and Chase. Um, he, he's going to make a team very happy, but I don't think he's better than Justin Fields. I have Zach Wilson as well. I'm going to you know, touch on what you mentioned. I was pretty early on Zach Wilson as well. Some point in the middle of the season, I think we talked about it on one of the shows, we talked about how you know, he, he has a strong arm. He reminds us of, I forget the comparison. I don't think it was Mahomes, but no. yeah, more of an Aaron Rodgers type of guy. We, we talked about how we really liked Zach Wilson. And then I went to the bowl game. He played in Central Florida. I was there in the stadium. And he threw for like 300 yards and like five touchdowns in the first half. And I'm like, this guy's unreal. And I agree with you. I never thought it would get this far. I'm like, yeah, this guy's going to be a, a great middle-round quarterback. He's going to fall right to New England at 15. We're going to be chilling for the next decade. And then everyone started getting on him. I'm like, wait a second. Where have you guys been? And now I've, it's almost turned me off of him. Now that everyone is on him, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, this boat's a little too crowded. Yeah, now it's like if, if you don't have Zach Wilson as a top five player, you're like, you're low on him. Yep, agreed. <laughs> and, and I just don't think that's the case because I, this is one of the most athletically gifted skill position drafts in a while. 100%. It has two elite offensive tackle prospects, both of which are top 10 players. I, I have Sewell. That's Slater and Sewell. Well, Sewell, Sewell is the consensus second yeah. best. Sewell and Pitts are, are two he's, and three. Sewell's going to be one of the safest picks you could pick. I mean, he's going to be good no matter where he goes. Yeah, like, that's I just the kind of player he is. I mean, I don't care that he hasn't faced packed Like, the Pac-12 edge rushers were, were awful. The best rusher. I don't care about that stuff. I don't care about how good the Pac-12 edge rushers were. If this, this guy is good. He's good. Like, yeah. I don't think that matters. But go on about Zach Wilson. Like, ha- having Zach Wilson as a top 10 player is not being low on him. Like, I am I'm arguing that people are overrating Zach Wilson. I, I, I think 8th I think or ninth best player in the draft is very fair for someone who, in his biggest game of the year, was disappointing. Because Coastal Carolina is a lot better than Central Florida. And it's not like he was awful against Coastal Carolina. Like, he uh, that was his worst game. But when he marched him down the field, he threw a laser to the one inch yard line that almost won them the game. They would have had a perfect season. They, they yeah, they were that was their only loss that season. I don't know. I think I think Garrett has Zach. Or Garrett hasn't said Zach yet, so we'll wait for his take on when we get to him. He, maybe, maybe Trevor's a two. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on Trey Lance though? Um, yeah, no. I mean, I like Trey Lance. I think. <clears throat> what we've seen from him in the one year he did play was um, promising. Um, of course, I think I think we've touched on this a little bit, and Jake touched on this, is the concern of we haven't seen enough of him and we haven't seen you know real competition against him. He's played against FCS opponents. But, I mean, that being said, it you look at Carson Wentz. I mean, he we had a long debate a few weeks back about Carson Wentz and we yeah, thought about long. him. And My love. You know, his first couple years were good, and then he's been eh ever since. Um, but I think Trey Lance gives you a different skill set than uh, Carson Wentz does. I think Trey Lance is – a completely different player. I mean, the, the theme of this draft is mobility and athleticism, and I think Trey Lance gives you that. I, the most important stat, and I don't care what league you're playing in, what division, you can play in AI, whatever it is. He had, in 2019, 28 touchdowns and no interceptions. You want to talk about protecting the ball, Trey Lance does that well. <clears throat> He's smart with the ball. 
He doesn't turn the ball over. He makes smart decisions. He's done that his whole career. And now, Grant, he only played one game this year because of you know COVID and yeah. all the FCS season. Wasn't his fault. No, but you look at the way they're winning back in 2019, scoring 57, 56 points. I mean, just I mean, beating the heck out of teams. I mean, they beat James Madison the you know championship to win it. But I, there's a lot like a lot of the quarterbacks. There's a lot to like about Trey Lance. The only concern for me would be the skill set he's played against, but. And it's the same thing, just his attributes, the intangibles, everything he's got is there. Um, and I think my biggest thing would be, again, is his ability to protect the football and not turn the ball over, which I like yeah. in a quarterback, and he does that well. I think every coach likes that in a quarterback. Let's go to number two. I love that. Oh, Garrett, yeah. who's number two? Uh, I got Zach Wilson. And uh, for all your Start Your Sunday fans out there, I'm not sure if you remember uh, – Back in the first few weeks, I was uh, begging for uh, when BYU was, you know, top ten, yeah. begging for them to be a, them a, your, a like, dark horse. I think you had them in your, your just outside when we did our playoff I did. Picks. Oh, yeah. I've, I was high on BYU all this year. I love uh, <clears throat> the way they played. and It all started with their quarterback, Zach Wilson. I, you know, Grant, his one game of the year where he was on national television, you know, it was a 22-17 loss to Coastal Carolina, but uh, he had 295 yards in that game. So it's not like he was, you know – 120-yard performance, 150-yard performance. This guy still came out and played well. And, of course, there is that concern with everybody being hype about him, but I think he is, in my opinion, he's the most mobile quarterback in this draft. Um, I think his arm strength is very underrated. I think this guy can throw it as good as anybody in the draft right now can. Um, I I would say there's a little – I don't know. I I think it's just that overarching concern of not playing in a major conference. But if you're going to get – upset about Zach Wilson not playing competition, you have to look at the same thing as Trey Lance. You can't look at Zach Wilson and go, he hasn't played a valid schedule, but then have Trey Lance being, he's just, because he's a great player, but you can't talk about one without talking about the other in terms of scheduling. It's kind of the same both ways, but I just think there's a lot to like about him. There is a lot to like about his skills. He's tough. He gets hit a lot in that Coastal Carolina game. I'm not sure if you saw yeah. when he's getting pushed around by those two guys that one point. That, was, that game, was a chippy game. It was. He got right back up and, you know, next drive back up in the field. He's a tough kid. He fights. And I think that's what I like about him a lot is just his ability to fight through all that. Jake, you have Fields at two. Why? Because Justin Fields didn't do anything this year that warrants him being dropped. Now, he didn't do anything to warrant being number one, which was never going to happen because number one is in his own stratosphere. And I don't think he did have to get dropped either. And as good as Zach Wilson was, he was one of the most efficient quarterbacks, if not the most efficient quarterback in the country. I, it's, it's tough. And I'll say this about Zach Wilson. I think that, or I don't, I, I don't think that Zach Wilson can come into any system and, and, and be effective. No, I'm not calling him assistant quarterback at 22 years old. That's not what I'm doing. But I think any team that drafts Justin Fields uh, is it would be comfortable with playing him in any system with any coach. So let's say Zach Wilson goes to the Jets because that's what a lot of people are having. Is that one of the type of systems that you think works? No, I I think I think the Jets need to judge Justin Fields. I I don't. Th- see Zach Wilson as a fit for New York. What are your thoughts, Garrett? No, that's fair enough. I agree with that. Uh, New York is a very interesting yep. <laughs> team. Now, Robert Sala coming in, that's a good hire. I think he is going to get that team back where they need to be. But uh, yeah, I have uh, Wilson at two, but I, I, I do have to agree. I mean, I'm looking at – there's a couple mock drafts. I have Atlanta trading up for potential Zach Wilson. I don't know. That would be in, that would be interesting, too. 
with him being behind uh, Matt Ryan. And that I would be that. an interesting one. I think it would work out well. You have a veteran quarterback who's played a lot in the NFL. Um, I think – I mean, we think about more Atlanta would be a good fit. I, but I agree with Jake. I don't think New York is um, – the place to be for Zach Wilson. The young kid's looking to start his career. I mean, New York would more than likely be him coming in and starting right away. I mean, being thrown kind of into that cluster of, you know, whatever it is right now and yeah. getting the start week one, which is I'm not sure. As great as Zach Wilson is. I think that'd be scary for And him. as much as I love Zach Wilson, I don't think he's a week one starter kind of guy yet. I, unless it is just all the stars align, you know. Okay, here we go. My number two. It's Trey Lance. Oh, man. You know, I actually I, I strongly considered him putting it at number one just because I, lo- I love Trey Lance. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I love Trey Lance, and I feel like it is my obligational duty to defend this man who's like 20 years old. He, 2019, 2,800 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, no picks. Here we go, Jim. Zero. <laughs> also in for 1,100 yards and 14 touchdowns. He didn't take many sacks. He didn't turn the ball over. I forget why we're punishing quarterbacks for not, you know, for not taking sacks and taking care of the football. And the schedule thing, if we Garrett mentioned, if we got to do the schedule thing to Trey Lance, it's only fair we do it to Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson's playing Northern Alabama and you know Texas State and all these other teams. So I think it's only fair we do it for both. It's also a fair point that Trey Lance won a, won a national championship in the FCS. There are a lot of plenty of good teams in the FCS, and we need to stop, stop blaming. Trey Lance not playing this season on Trey Lance. It was an FCS thing. People who are saying, oh, sucks, sucks for him, sucks for Trey Lance, you know. It hurts his draft status. Are we just going to ignore the fact that he had statistically one of the greatest seasons in all of college football? It's actually crazy that, like, two of the greatest statistical seasons happened in the same seasons but in different leagues with the Joe Burrow and Trey Lance both at the same time but the only person we would focus on was Joe Burrow. Oh, I Joe Burrow was lighting up as as he sees yes. defenses every no, week. No, no question. But you know, I think what Trey Lance did went a little under the radar because of what how outstanding Joe Burrow was in 2019. And I I honestly think Trey Lance has a stronger arm than Zach Wilson. I think he's a better runner than Zach Wilson. The only thing I give Wilson the edge over him is inaccuracy. But you know, Lance takes care of the football better. He's really really smart, really athletic, and he's the type of guy I would build my team around. I would love like. In most drafts, Trey Lance would be the number one pick, in my opinion. I would I would go all in on Trey Lance if I were a certain if I were an NFL team who kind of has a gap at quarterback. I think you know because he's a leader. All of his coaches, all of his teammates have said that this guy is just outstanding. He he just has that it factor. He has that Mahomes factor. And I think in a couple of years from now, we're going to be talking about Trey Lance as a, one of the t- best quarterbacks in the National Football League. I just think he has it. 30 years ago, uh, Jacob Eason would have been the number one overall pick. Yes. Thank you. I'm talking about in the last decade. And the f- one, one more thing. We're talking about NFL competition. I don't remember that being a problem for Carson Wentz when he went well, second that, overall. That was a very – oh, no. Uh, when the, Trey Lance is a better prospect than Carson Wentz. When, the, when the Eagles gave up the farm to trade up for him. I don't remember that being an issue. I also don't remember it being an issue when we're talking about the amount of starts he had starting only – 16 games in his career. I don't remember that being an issue when Kyler Murray was the first pick, when he only had 13 starts. Or when Mark Sanchez, who went on Get Up this week and said, I think it's an issue that he's only started 16 games. Huh, that's interesting because Mark Sanchez only started 13 games in college and he was the sixth pick in the draft. Or a guy like Dwayne Haskins who only started one year and he was the first 
the third quarterback taken in that draft. It's just really interesting to think about that stuff. I'm only saying facts. Um, <laughs> well, what, what did I just say that was wrong? Nothing you said was okay. wrong. And look, I'm with you. I, I love Trey. It's top. But do you think he's possibly unfairly treated? Um, on the facts that I just mentioned. Because those are the knocks against him. What do you mean by unfairly treated? Unfairly treated by the fact that, I mean, his two biggest knocks are the competition he's played and the amount of starts he's made. No, I don't think he's being unfairly treated. Everything it, it's is, not unfairly treated, but it's just like these are more excuses than knocks is the thing I'm making. People are like, oh, he's, he's, he's a not, wild card. Well, he's, like, not really? a, he's not a perfect quarterback. No, and like, no one like, is. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a perfect quarterback. Not a lot. Not well. He's perfect. He's, he's a he's a, as perfect as it gets. But um, one one of the big things about Trey Lance is that he's not great in the pocket, and that that's what some modern day offenses want. Like, yes, they 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 love the guys who who can escape, who can get the first downs. But you know, guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like Mahomes, Josh, like as good as Josh Allen is on on his feet. He's very smart in the pocket and makes great decisions. And, yes, Trey Lennox does not turn the ball over. But a lot of times when he was in the pocket, when I was watching him, he had so much time to throw, and he just rushed it. Like, But these it. are things that you can develop. Right. But but I don't think it's a hard thing. To, I think I would rather have that issue than the issue that he can't throw the ball deep. Well, all these guys, all these guys can throw the yes. ball deep. I think Ma- Trevor, Mac Jones uh, can throw the ball deep. Okay. So Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow can throw the ball deep. I know. Don't let I'm me. I'm not denying don't, that. Don't like everyone says. Oh, he completed 19 percent okay, of his let's, deep let's, ball. Let's, deep let's ball. stay yeah. away from Joe Burrow. I know you have a big relationship with him. Gary, what are your thoughts on the Trey Lance analysis? Oh no, I think you said it perfectly. I mean, I, I don't have much else to say. You guys dug as deep into this as I, you I, could probably. This get. is the reason I wanted this segment. <laughs> I know. I hear. Uh, I was on your Twitter the other day. I was looking through Twitter and a Harrison Vapnik tweeted about. About stopping the hate on Trey Lance, uh, so please, I knew. Please stop the hate. On I Trey knew Lance. exactly where this one was going. Um, I love no, that guy. I, agree. I love Trey Lance. I had him three, but um, I, I think it was one of those scenarios where you could it, it, this this in my opinion two to four range. Yeah. Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields could be any position. Those guys could be Fields could be two, Lance could be two, Zach Wilson could be two. I think those guys are all interchangeable, but I think it's all good points. I think it's at this point. A wait and see game. You know, where does he land and what does he do in the NFL? And what does a team do with him when the chance comes? So, number one, we all have Ian Book. Uh, Felipe Franks. We have, we, <laughs> we have, what about, um, God, who is the former Zoo quarterback that Tyler brought up? Oh, um, Taylor Powell? Yeah. So, we all have Taylor Powell, Taylor number Powell, one. Yeah. Uh, no, Trevor Lawrence. It's not even close. I actually don't think Trevor Lawrence is the perfect. Like, I think we're overrating Trevor Lawrence. I, like, Ugh. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I think we've been calling him a generational talent since his freshman year. He is. And I think it's kind of like <laughs> I think we're maybe pushing it. I I don't think we should expect him to be Superman week one in the NFL. That's not what generational means. Well, that's what Andrew Luck. I I don't think he's Andrew Luck. He's, I don't think he's, he's gonna a, be what Andrew Luck was. He's his the first. best since Andrew Luck. And. Andrew Luck, like, yeah. I Andrew get, Luck literally took a team that won two games no, and took him to the playoffs. So do you think Trevor Lawrence can take ja- Jacksonville to the playoffs next year? No, Colts had a better roster than Jacksonville. Ja- Jacksonville sucks. The Colts had a better roster? Who, did they, did they, they, who, who was their quarterback that year? 
It was uh, well, Dan Orlowski, who I have issues with. Uh, Curtis Painter. Oh, uh, Curtis Painter. Uh, man. Terry if, Collins. What, oh, what did they do goodness. with Manning the year before? They were 11-5 in the three seed. So you, but no, you but have... the roster was a complete roster turnaround. Everyone was gone. It was all rookies carrying the team. That was the T.Y. Hilton, the Kobe Fleener, Dwayne Allen. Yeah. Uh, who was the running back? Vic, Vic, Vic something. Vic Ballard. That, that, that's a name. Uh, all, this, that, all that Vic Ballard has been mentioned on the show is cashed in <laughs> at plus 350. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, what are your thoughts on Trev? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I. it's hard to not see him as the perfect prospect in my eyes. I think the way he came in and took over that starting spot freshman year, Kelly Bryant. I mean, Kelly Bryant hadn't done anything wrong until no. that one game, and then all of a sudden... Lawrence got in and never looked back and just continued. I think, you know, he just got so surge on his left shoulder and his non-throwing shoulder, so that shouldn't be a huge concern. But it just it, it's more of a question of with some quarterbacks, it's like, you know, what intangibles are they missing? With Trevor Lawrence, it's like, what is he not missing? Like this guy, he's mobile, he's got arm strength, he's got accuracy, he's poised, he's confident, he's a great leader. Um, it's hard. You'd have to really nitpick. To find something really wrong with Trevor Lawrence, and I and there is no perfect prospect. I agree. I think that, yeah. I mean, the Ohio State game was disappointing, but for all he's done good, um, it's hard for, in my opinion, a couple bads to overshadow all he's done. He's just been, he's been fantastic, and what they've done with him, and I mean, I think they've always had talent around him, but it's just he's used, he has uplifted that talent way i mean look at the like the tight end brady yeah. galloway this year like, galloway's a fine tight end i mean i think he's good but trevor, but Moore, trevor lawrence, made him, look trevor like lawrence made him the player he is right now so i just think it's hard not to look at trevor lawrence I think, and be like i think know. trevor's awesome he elevates people around him he's he's gonna be a great quarterback yep. but i think i do think he has some ways to go generational talent is a word that we're throwing around a lot he is you know i could he's the best quarterback in this class i'm not denying that he's better than trey lance but i think they're there he's not there yet mm. he's gonna get there and I'm excited to see it. Any final thoughts as we wrap up this Star Your Sunday? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to defend Well, you have to go fast because we got to get out of here. Oh, yeah, we do. So so Trevor Lawrence obviously was great last year. Gets COVID this year. and That is true. We, we know what COVID did for Cam Newton. Well, gets, gets COVID. It's more than COVID. <laughs> Backdoors his way into the Heisman contest. And then goes toe-to-toe with Justin Fields in the first quarter. Does not have a great second quarter. He was good that game. And, yes, flat-footed, throwing motions a little weird. I don't care. This guy's amazing. Stop stop saying bad things. About this has been this Sawyer Sunday. Thank you for tuning into our draft analysis. We're going to have David Campbell on next week to talk about NFL free agency preview. Thank you, Jake, for coming on. And we will see you next Sunday on Start Your Sunday, KCLU 88.1.